Welcome everyone to the Happy Hustle Podcast. I'm your host, Kerry Jack, lifestyle entrepreneur, professional model slash actor, biohacker, and eco-warrior striving to make a positive impact on this planet. My goal is to inspire, educate, and entertain you while reminding you to enjoy the journey, not just the destination, as you happy hustle for a life of passion and purpose. I am so grateful and humbled to be spending some time together today. Now let's dive in. What is up, you happy hustlers out there? I hope you are having an amazing day, staying healthy, staying happy, and staying positive. Now, in this episode of the Happy Hustle Podcast, I talk about international digital marketing and new age consulting success secrets with entrepreneurs, speakers, and co-founders of TI Consulting, Burn Lightzoni, and Timon Hartung. And these guys are true experts in their field. I mean, Burn discovered his love of digital marketing at an early age while he was attending college in the USA. And he was playing actually football as a recipient of a sports scholarship. He was always on the lookout for new approaches and driven by his deep curiosity about new marketing strategies, he now advises national and international companies and corporations. He actually built one of the biggest Facebook fan pages in the European Union from scratch and sold it for big money to the biggest media distributor in Germany. He is a highly esteemed participant and speaker at various masterminds around the world. And then Timon has actually been working in the online space for almost his whole entire life. He has an online marketing ad tech degree and started out in SEO as a technology specialist and gained recognition as a lecturer and as a speaker at international conferences. Tobon was able to gain extensive experience both on the corporate side as well as on the entrepreneurial side in the capacity as a founder of a startup. This comprehensive experience supports him in his current core business as a consultant who specializes in online digital marketing. And in this conversation, we discuss so many awesome things like digital marketing, the new age era of consulting, SEO optimization, mindset and accountability, and so much more. You guys are going to get a kick out of this one. Both have great energy. They're biohacking brothers of mine. I've hung out with them in person, and they're true experts in the online digital marketing space. So all you happy hustlers out there who are looking to sell products or services online, these are your go-to guys, and they really drop a ton of value. So listen all the way to the end, because they actually give an opportunity to connect with them with a free call if you listen and, and take action. So without further ado, let's dive into this episode of the Happy Hustle Podcast. Detoxifying the body, decreasing inflammation, increasing circulation, relieving pain, burning calories, sleeping better, the list goes on and on. If you're interested at all in even getting a sauna, you have to check out Therasage. That's T-H-E-R-A-S-A. A-G-E. And if you type in code HAPPY at checkout, you'll save 10% on not just the sauna, but everything on their website. And they make some super high quality, awesome products to optimize your health and wellness. So go ahead, check it out at therasage.com and use code HAPPY to get yourself a discount. All right, guys, let's get back to this episode of the Happy Hustle Podcast. All right, Burn and Timon, you guys are live on the Happy Hustle podcast. Welcome to the show. 
Thank you for having us. (laughs) Awesome, guys. This is going to be a fun one. I am super stoked. I mean, you guys are expert marketers, you're online business owners, speakers, you're the co-founders of TI Consulting. And I thought it'd be really fun to communicate right now, given the current circumstances, you know, with the pandemic and, and everything taking place, how to transition brick and mortar businesses, especially, but really any knowledge and expertise to an online business and to an online platform. So I appreciate you guys being on. Let's start things off with something interesting about yourselves. Timon, go first. That's something not too many people know. <laughs> well, something something that not too many people know is that I'm a huge Jay-Z fan, I guess. And uh, I've been to, I think, over 20 concerts worldwide. And the furthest away was in Mumbai. Uh, wow. to, to India, uh, to Mumbai in India, and went to a concert there. And I've, I've heard uh, one of the most popular songs, um, the 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 one with the Paris. I'm not going to say the rest of it. Um, <laughs> the one with Kanye and uh, and Jay Z. I've heard it. I think live over 45 times because they do have it. Or I think it must be over 50 times because they. On some concerts, they used to play it like ten times or more, and yeah, that's that's. I think that's a thing that not many people know that I'm a, I'm a yeah. I would say I'm a tour enthusiast, and I decided at some point to just go out there and have fun and follow you know something that I, I might not be able to do because he stops touring at some point and just go to as many concerts as I could, and you know I had amazing journeys. Uh, you know, I went alone to Paris and just went twice on the same concert. People think I'm crazy, but I love it. It's just... It's- <laughs> oh, so, so if, JC, if you're watching, um, this uh, guy needs to talk to you. So. Yeah, super fan. Bern, what about you? What's something interesting that not too many people know? Uh, not too many people know about me, probably in the business world. It's like that I started off, um, not in the business world, actually. I started off as an athlete. I, I actually played American football in Austria, which is totally weird uh, because, as you know, Austria and Germany are the soccer countries but I, 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 I was pretty pretty good and then uh, we had some import players who Americans who played for us came from college and one of my coach coaches coach Bradley brought me to the, the US actually and then I transitioned to play American football on college in Vermont and um, that's my career started um, got injured there but I found my second love more or less uh, which is digital marketing there on the college and this uh, is already like 15 years ago or something like this but uh, yeah that's probably not many people know about me and then if you google my name you'll find probably some old pictures uh, of me weighing Big a lot more than, than now <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah <laughs> this is this is probably the thing that's, that's amazing and you know, Burn, you are a mammoth of a man. You're like six six, just jacked. So I've seen both of you guys, you know, and, and Timon super strong. I wanted to bring you guys on. Not because you guys are just experts in your field, but also you just are happy hustlers. You're, you're, you share your energy even across the world. I know, you know, Burn, you're in Austria right now and Timon, you're in Germany. And <clears throat> The, the beautiful thing about you guys and what I really love is, you know, we've become really close through uh, the biohacking program and become biohacking brothers. And we shared so many, you know, experiences together. And I just really took to your guys' energy. And I know you have so much value to share. Let's start things off with a quick background of kind of how you got into digital marketing and, and business in general, and then kind of how you two came together as co-founders of this amazing company now. 
Uh, I think Ben should continue his story, and then uh, I'll connect the dots where right. we met. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty cool. So, uh, as you know, I was on college. I got a scholarship there and played uh, some U.S. football there. Got injured, but uh, fell in love with the one class digital marketing. Well, it, what, back then, it wasn't even called digital marketing. It was called like I think marketing or something like this. And then I, I came back to the, to Austria um, and uh, had no you know no career path or something like this, and don't know where to go. And I found an agency who gave me a job as a as a programmer actually because like digital marketing was not a thing back then and I started off doing like SEO um, so the first clients request came in and they asked like uh, can you can you put our website into Google please and I said I, I gotta do that I think that's pretty pretty amazing um, then I did like SEO for a couple of years and then I jumped in every digital marketing topic I could find. First, it was SEO, then it was PPC, then it was Facebook ads, then it was like psychology, which is a huge part of, of digital marketing. Marketing. Uh, I founded our own company and um, and built big Facebook fan pages here in Europe. So I built one of the biggest like entertaining platform on on Facebook with like one million followers uh, very quick. Wow! I sold it, I sold it then, and um, I'm always like striving to you know to the, the latest knowledge bombs or to the latest tactics or mastermind, you know, kind of meetups to, to stay on top of the game and always like, I'm so interesting and learn something new. And um, yeah, then I went out, uh, founded my own company and uh, two years later, something like this, Timon and I met and you can proceed from here, Timon. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, let me let me let me uh, tell my story and then I'll connect to how we met because I think that's very interesting. So, so for me, it was like I don't have a pro athlete career like uh, like Bernd has. I'm 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 not that athletic, and that's you know, I'm, I'm still trying to change that after so many years. But um, I I was I would say I was a pretty good computer gamer back then, and we're talking about 1998. So uh, in Germany, definitely um, the internet wasn't that popular. It was it was up and coming, and um, so my neighbor created a website and. I was like, hey, I can do this. I can. I, I use computers every day. I can do this. So I got the program that was some, so, you know, some what you see is what you get program, really simple stuff. And I created a website and then I got some data, you know, to put in like the FTP password and stuff like that to upload it to a server. I had no clue what I was doing. I pressed that go button and that thing was live. And if that wouldn't have happened, I wouldn't be here. But that happened and it went live and everybody could see the, you know, the, the, um, the website for the, to the world and that changed my whole perspective i said like i can do this and mm -hmm. shortly after that i started this i was like around 16 i started creating websites for uh clients and i started off my first agency creating websites and quickly from that point on of course um as you're getting bigger clients they ask hey we want traffic as well right so um mm -hmm. That was when I had to focus on, on you know, getting traffic to those websites uh, instead of just, you know, putting the, the, the website domain somewhere on the business card. So I got into SEO. And, of course, um, then I started doing a master in science uh, for, you know, programming. And the guy next to me was the, was the guy who, who was actually the first affiliate guy in, in Germany who was programming their, their website. And he told me, hey, you can earn money on a different way in the Internet as well. I said, well... I know how to earn money on the internet. I mean, I'm, I'm selling websites, you know, this is 2003. Mm. And then he, he got me into affiliate marketing. I learned all that stuff, got even more into SEO, got hit by the first Florida update, you know, which th destroyed all SEOs at that time. And then basically I started working in that field. I, I became, um, yeah, the SEO guy in, in many companies and then started to be self-employed and consult many big companies like Kaspersky, like McDonald's and, uh, 
I'm not sure which big brands are out there as well, but they're, they're quite international brands, American Express and, and stuff like that. So wow. um, that was really interesting. And then I, I, I always had this, this thing which was, was missing. I was like, okay, I want to see how to scale faster. SEO, you know, it's like, it's, it's a nice way, but then getting into paid was the interesting part. Mm. And then I shifted my, my focus onto paid and, oh my God, I saw the world explode with paid traffic, you know. It was just like instant, instant success if you're doing it right. Mm-hmm. And... Um, that got me back into affiliate marketing because that's where you can instantly scale. And I quickly became a very successful affiliate marketer and uh, was in this whole scene as well. And um, when you are quite good and you win some contests and you're one of the top earners in those affiliate companies, you get invited to many trips. And on one of those trips, I got invited to Thailand uh, on a private island where the oh, best nice. 200... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the best 200 people the best 200 marketers of the world were invited. And you have to think about this, you know, we're, 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 this is a private island off the coast of Thailand. And we're going there in, you know, separate speedboats, all these guys, like all these, mostly guys, of course, um, <laughs> all these guys next to each other in speedboats, like going to this island with being greeted with coconuts and, you know, like Hawaiian uh, and stuff like that. And up there, it's like this beautiful house. You can, you can't imagine how beautiful it was just one big house on this whole own island and then by chance i meet this huge guy yeah who's who's here on the side and you know he asked me in the pool can you take a photo of me and i'm like sure i can take a photo of you and i hear this accent and then we're like okay let's let's talk german that's how i met bert he was one of those 200 only invited guys you know best marketers and i hadn't met him before and i've been a speaker at so many conferences and he's been to so many conferences but we never met before and this was at the end of 2017 so that's where the journey of TI Consulting started because we thought like, hey, let's 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 change people's lives. Let's let's you know use our knowledge to lift other people out of their you know plateau, their stagnation, and get them out of um, out of that state and to the next level. And um, that's what we're doing with TI Consulting now. That's amazing. I love that story. And it's so funny. You guys met at this like beautiful Thailand island. It's like a, you know, a honeymoon type of ad, like approach where you guys hit it off, sparks flew and, and then your business was born. You know, I can see, you know, you asking Bird for a picture of the pool. That's funny. So very cool. And everything, everything happens for a reason, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that was a hell of a party. Honestly, it was super crazy. <laughs> they did like everything they could. They rented this place for, I think, like it, it cost really a lot of money for 10 hours or so. It was yeah. it's insane. It was absolutely insane. Well, I can only imagine because you're getting 200 of the best marketers in the world together, you know, in one private island. It's got to be something special so very cool guys so i love that that mission that you have now with ti consulting break down that mission just for the happy hustlers in a in a short phrase so people can really understand what is ti consulting okay the mission that drives us is pretty simple and easy it's like we want to help help ten thousand entrepreneurs to really build their own we say empire and we want to help them build it and uh, it should be a thing that they couldn't have dreamed of before so that's the clear mission helping 10,000 entrepreneurs to build their own empires or business which they couldn't imagine before that this would be possible for them and um, that that's pretty easy mission and if you just follow your mission, mission statement something which comes out is like um, focus on results for your customers and that's about it 
That's the yeah. only thing we're going to care for is the results our customers got. And um, that's the path we are, we're going. Okay. Yes. So, so the happy hustlers out there listening, people who, let's say they have expert knowledge and they want help, you know, creating an online digital business. They want help really optimizing this new age of consulting. What are some of those first initial steps that you would recommend to someone out there listening who has knowledge that wants to package it up online, that wants to create a business that, you know, hopefully can create scalable residual income. What are some of those initial, let's say three steps that you would, that you would look for and recommend for, for potential clients? First of all, I think they, they gotta have a valuable skill, a valuable skill. So this is the first thing, but most of the people have it and they don't recognize it because it's so, you know, normal for them. Mm -hmm. that's, that's something we are, we are, we're seeing with our customers all the time. Um, but what we would do with them, the first thing is like positioning, right? Nobody is positioned, and and I heard some podcasts of you already. Like you know, you know, you know, niche down till it hurts. It's definitely a thing, and this is where people always have a problem. I would say eighty percent of our customers have the problem with the positioning, because I think. Uh, you can't do it on your own. Hmm. You need like some, some outside perspective and you need some outside help. And I think like the positioning is really one of the most key parts in your whole uh, business development. Right. And um, second thing is like, know who you market to, like who is your drink ideal customers really like not being here and waiting for something, some referrals coming in and then you just reacting and then you are, you know, reacting to, to all the requests you get. No, that's not the type of business we want to do. We want to be proactive. We want to speak to our dream clients and then like, um, speak in the way they understand and speak the, the language they speak. Um, mm. so I think like the first step is like positioning. The second step is know who your ideal customer is. And the third step for sure is definitely like, um, creating and crafting your own marketing framework, your messaging framework, because we see uh, these times, like all the marketing messages, they are way too off. They are talking about their product and they're talking about, about their company and all this kind of stuff, but it's not about the problems the customers have, right? It's not problem oriented. The customers, they don't care what whatever company you have or how long you're in the business or whatever. The, the only thing they care about is their problem and how to solve it. And then in my opinion, you got to solve, you, you know, you got to present the solution first and like, uh, sell the solution in the head of the customer and then sell your solution afterwards. Hmm. And this is like something so many people are doing wrong out there, not selling the solution first and then selling their solution. And um, I would say those are the, the first three steps you have to go. And if you do this right, everything else is easy. Seriously, yeah. we did over, I would say, 500 plus campaigns on the internet. And if this was right, if this was on point, the, the, all, all, of, all of these campaigns, they, they skyrocketed. They were really, really good. But the foundation and the basics, they are more important than anything else, more important than any Facebook hack, Facebook trick or Google trick or whatever, and social media, something like this. It's like the basis and the foundation, those three things, most important things ever. I, yeah. I, I love those. Go ahead, Bernd. Oh, there, there, there's, there's three things you shouldn't do. And uh, I see a lot of people doing that wrong. You see all these marketers being very successful or these people out there and they have ebooks, they have, you know, they have uh, online courses and they are already, you know, 
having good ads and stuff like that. What you shouldn't do is when you're starting out, you shouldn't go out there and write an ebook. It's going to set you back six months and you're not going to make any revenue. And then you're not going to make a lot of revenue because this is something for a later stage. Same is with, you know, advanced po- advanced YouTube stuff. It's it's going to be later stage. You know, you see all these, these guys already really advanced. Don't use the tactics. You're not there yet. You have to be super basic at the beginning. So don't, don't go out there, you know, turning on ads right away if you haven't done the basics and don't create an online course before you've worked with people you'll be recording videos that do not work and have no value because you haven't used it with people you really learn when you've when you've worked with 10 people you know what their problem is mm-hmm. and then you can really help and after that you can record a course but that's why that's why we see so many people you know they go in there they're like super they have a great expertise and then they start writing an ebook or doing an online course and they get stuck because the motivation of course sinks over time a lot because they're not making any money money is it's not only great for buying things it's also it's basically a high score right and it's it's, it's this thing that keeps you you know keeps you well that you're doing it right if you're getting more money you're doing it better than somebody else right and that's something that People who start, you know, doing a big project like writing an ebook or an online course, they will get stuck and never finish what they've started. So mm. don't do that. And I, I want to add one, one, one point to that as well, because people always think um, that they have some pretty cool offer or some pretty cool knowledge to sell or something like yeah. this. But uh, most of the time they are wrong. And the only one who is really like validating if you're right or wrong is the market. So yes. it should be you getting out your offer as quickly as you can to the market and validate if this will be bought. And uh, you, I mean, you can ask your like network or ask your friends, Hey, this is pretty cool. Would you buy it? They would mm-hmm. say yes, for sure. They, they, they would say yes, but you gotta, you know, make people vote with their wallets and then really yes. well validate if your offer is pretty cool instead of like going crazy in product development and like putting in one year or two years to develop a product. Maybe nobody would buy. Yeah. yeah. Those are great points from both of you, Timon and Bern. I mean, I want to recap it just briefly. The first thing is positioning, making sure that you properly position yourself in the marketplace. Whatever your expertise is, you need to make sure that you're very clear on the value proposition and and how you are being, you know, exhibited to the world. The second thing is really being clear on who you serve, your target market, right? And, And focusing on how, you know, you can communicate with them, where they hang out. You know, are they on LinkedIn or are they on Instagram or are they on an email list? You know, how you can use those just proven methods of communication to better reach your target avatar. And then the third thing you said was, what was the third thing exactly? Results or having having your... Uh, your own marketing framework in place, okay. which is like a framework where you speak to the different stages of your potential client. So there are different stages, right? For us, it's like the mm-hmm. problem underwear stage where people, they don't know that they already got a problem yet. So next stage would be the problem uh, or desire aware state. So they got have it. some kind of problem, some yep. kind of desire. Next stage would be like a solution aware state. Mm-hmm. Next stage would be your solution aware state. And then it would be the, the state of uh, just waiting on a good deal. And then you, you got to have messages for different stages and market like before market about the problem, market about desire and don't talk about your product yet. You got to transition your customer throughout those ladder and then um yeah. then talk about you um, most 
secondary. Most most advertisers only do two things. They only do th- two things. They will advertise to the ones who's, who've already decided, and they'll give them ten percent discount or twenty percent discount, and that will only reduce the margin of the product because the people have already decided that they'll buy it. This is a great method by Apple. They will never reduce their products, or very rarely will, and so people just buy it at any time. They'll not wait for a deal. That helps the margin to be very high and helps people to buy at any time because they're not going to be having they're not going to have a huge buyer's remorse when they buy something and see it two days later as 30% off, right? So mm. this, is, this is a nasty tactic that most advertisers out there just do. They just give discount codes. And then the other tactic, what a lot of agencies do, is just branding. They'll be marketing to everybody and you know, they'll be advertising something that, you know, you don't even have the problem yet, but, you know, you're doing branding. This does work for cars, obviously, because they have enough budget, but this does not work for medium or small size companies. And what Bernd just said, those two, the, the, the second and third step, that's where the magic happens. Yeah, that, that's so well said. So really focusing on the solution, not the problem. When you're marketing to your target avatar, I feel like that's something a lot of people do, especially when starting out. They're so worried about you know selling all the features in their product and not the benefits. And and I've even done this before where I'm like, oh, you get expert video lessons. You get yeah, actual takeaways. It. Yeah, we all done it. And then it just falls on deaf ears because no one really cares about all your features, they care about what result you're getting them. And that's yeah. such a beautiful point. What's yeah. in it for me? And we always talk about, like we're saying, don't be product-centric, be customer-centric from a standpoint. You know, develop everything you're doing customer-centric and yeah, they'll vote with their vote. And, 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 then, and then on step three, what I meant was like, then you got to put it in a framework. So you have some kind of messaging uh, for, for people who are like early in the funnel and then sure, you have some type of messaging who, people who are like uh, on, the, on a different stage in the funnel. But you got to have your framework and your messaging like really worked out in some place and tested it out. It's always like, they got every everybody got objections, right? The first objections may occur around the problem or the solution or whatever. We gotta solve those objections first. Next objections uh, which are coming in, into place are probably about you trusting you, trusting your company, trusting the method method, right? And then we gotta have like a framework or some kind of um, uh, I would say like uh, yeah. A communication framework where we have all the kind right kind of stories for the right kind of stages uh, for our potential interest. Yeah, great point. And that's something that I think a lot of people fail in terms of putting on their landing page and their marketing message where they don't actually just break down the the true objections that will arise in their business or their product or their service and they actually just, you know, speak to the masses without speaking right to the pain points and 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 failing to really identify what are the key objections? What are people going to say or how can they potentially misconstrue your message and then not necessarily buy your product or service because they don't trust you. And you need to build that know, like, and trust. And Timon, you said some really great things about the mistakes that you see your clients make and and people all over the internet when they are marketing their products and services. You said that they're just writing an ebook or putting up a digital course without actually solving real people's problems and working one-on-one with clients. And I think that's a great point. Guys, all the happy hustlers out there listening, you have to do the thing first and foremost, and then you can replicate the process, right? You have to be able to solve customers' problems. Then you'll get direct market feedback. Then you'll know specifically, hey, I've worked with, you know, this client and 
they said this specific thing and, and now I have to pivot because this was not at all the, the solution that I was creating. You know, you, you find out direct feedback from the market. So and super easy. Super yeah. easy these days. Honestly, I mean, it's super easy. You just put something out and then see how the market reacts and then you probably adjust or it's, it's pretty good already. So don't spend a ton of your time creating whatever you think it's cool. Just try it out. And maybe there's some, some tip, tip for all the happy hustlers because this is like some, some mindset thing. Um, people always think, is thinking like, I gotta finish my product first, then I can sell it. That's, that's wrong. You just sell your product first and if somebody would buy it then you just say hey honestly i'm just working on it and i give you a discount or whatever but we you know proceed from here so it's you only have to validate the point of sale if you have the sale already then you know all right this is going to work then you can pause it whatever or work with the clients you already got or use them as a beta testing group or whatever but you can start right now with just an idea try to sell it and then pause it or you know taking the people for beta, beta status but this is only a mindset problem people have yes, yes. Great and, and, and don't underestimate don't underestimate um, somebody else helping you with this somebody else you know giving you input from the outside Bernd, Bernd already said that and that's really important but also being accountable for the stuff you're doing you know because we do tend to have high energy at the beginning of every project you know especially me I'm super high energy in any new project I'll jump into anything and you can you know if we want to start brainstorming right now I'm down for four hours <laughs> no, but, but the point is we're always high energy at the beginning but the success comes in the later stage you know mm. most companies most companies get big after after three years five years ten years and the, the thing here is this accountability like pushes you through to keep on going through the stuff you're doing because you'll have fails you'll have pitfalls that are horrible and you'll be thinking about yourself i can't do this what am i doing wrong and that's where you need the outside help that guides you and the accountability that pushes you forward that you're actually doing the right steps every day because as in business as in weight loss it's being you know continuous work step by step each day to get to the success where you want to go Yeah, persistent consistency, I like to say to the happy hustlers, like you have to be consistent every single day and persist past that inevitable adversity that will arise. Like you are going to be fatigued. You're not going to yeah. want to write the copy. You're not going to want to put up a new landing page after you just failed and spent so many hours, you know, creating this beautiful looking landing page that just didn't convert. And you're not going to want to do it again. But in order to really be successful, you have to test and iterate and stay committed, like Timon said, in anything you do. It's all about accountability. It's about mindset, like Bern was talking about. You have to be persistent. Great points there, guys. Let's talk about SEO, because I know you both have, you know, an expertise in SEO. And it And there is so many different variables to search engine optimization and really being found on the internet. But let's face it, in order to be successful with an online business, you have to have traffic. So let's talk about some of the ways to optimize traffic and search engine optimization. Yeah, so let me go first on this one. Um, what I really like about SEO is that it's basically, it's, a, it's an amazing way to get free traffic, of course, but don't overestimate this, right? This is... 15 years ago, 10 years ago, you could do an SEO pretty fast. Now it's more like, I would say it's basically laying a foundation. So for everybody out there who's starting a business, who's buying a new domain, you're basically starting from zero with SEO. And you're not going to make money with SEO in the first six months because you're not going to rank for anything. You're only going to rank for very, very low stuff. So what I always suggest is, even though being an SEO expert, I, I suggest going 
you know, doing the basics, doing everything technically correct so your website can be crawled, can be found, that you're not putting out duplicate content and you're not pushing out there, you know, stuff that Google doesn't like, right? You're making your page fast so it's accessible for mobile and desktop. And then you stop, right? You just, then you continue building your business because everything else will grow when you're doing great stuff out there. You'll be earning links, yeah? You Obviously, there's other ways to get links, but you'll be earning links and you'll be building that trust within Google and then you'll be found via SEO as well. But the way to go and earn money in those first six months is definitely not SEO. There's paid traffic out there. Yeah, that's great. Those are great points. I mean, basically, you want to just put the foundation together, like for your website. I know for for my particular website, you know, carryjack.com, I really started with just a a foundation like you said getting clear on my marketing my message still i'm still refining it it's like still you know helping people find balance and fulfillment and and passion purpose positive image there's so much there but i see my seo already growing because now i have my web developer going through adding links you know adding different keywords tags there's a great tool on wordpress called seo yoast it's a plugin and you can use it to really boost your seo and yeah, you're a friend of, of ours uh for, i've had a lot of you know we always have this special meeting once a year in munich and he's been coming there for 10 years this this plugin is really to recommend uh it helps you a lot to get your, your site optimized very fast and very yeah. cheap. let me mention something here you brought up because i think um this is maybe a misconception here for for your listeners you said adding a lot of keywords seo is not about like adding some keywords and then you got to be found about those topics i mean google is pretty smart and pre- pretty uh, pretty good and finding like um, all the holistic keywords around the whole topic and it's I think one of the most uh, mistakes we are seeing is like hunting the wrong keywords so this is like the first thing yeah there are some tools out there uh, for example, keyword tool IO, which you can use to check out if there is search volume on the keyword. I see so many people like trying to optimize on keywords, which never, never, never be, be searched, right? Uh, so you can check out if this keyword is searched or not. And then it's not about adding like two or three of those keywords. It's about creating the, the best content to be found on the internet about those topics and those keywords and having like a really holistic and, and big approach. And mm. uh, those are uh, a thing like how SEO is done today. Back in the years, it was like more on focusing on some hacks and tricks and whatever. But on the mid and long term run, you always gonna focus on on value for the customer. If you have like the best content, and sure you gotta have your technique right and all this kind of stuff. But if you're having the best content, you will get links. Um, like organically and uh, people are going to find this this page because you have the most holistic approach uh, of this kind of topic yeah i love that what was that tool that you recommended it was it's, it's keyword keywords tool uh, dot io keyword tool dot io and then seo yoast guys if you have a wordpress website or any website really these are these are tools that you can utilize um great points there burn because i i do believe that if you're going to be an expert and have an online business and sell your knowledge especially given the pandemic and everything that's taking place right now this is the time to create a digital enterprise that where that you can buy and sell products and services online and Right now, focus on just creating the best content possible on that subject. Become the subject matter expert. Yes, you know, put the proper links and the proper keywords, but just create the best content and 
Google does its thing, you know, all the search engines will do their thing to find that holistic content and, and, and get organic traffic to your page. So great points there, guys. You know, I ask all my guests this, and I want to ask you guys, what was your first hustle? Can you recall when you guys were just baby burned and baby Timon? <laughs> what was the first thing you did for money? Uh, uh, go first. So, so do you mean like, like a basic job or like a first entrepreneurial start? Either one. I want to so, hear the first thing when you were just a, a baby. So, so the, the only job I ever did, to be honest, was like uh, renting out sailboats to people on a lake and um, quickly stopped that. And, <laughs> um, I, I was actually like, that was like, that, that was not much money I was getting there, but it, it was fun. And I, I did actually my sailing license on that lake as well. So, oh, that's and, cool. Yeah. And then, then I quickly, well, I quickly started building websites and I got like, you know, for, for a 17 year old, it's huge money getting like a couple thousand per website. And you're like, I was even blown away by the, the first one, we, I think we sold for 500 euros or, or, or something like that, or DMARC. I'm, I'm not even sure which, which currency it was anymore. Um, but it, that was so much money back then. And then, you know, we got like contracts for 3,000, paid for my whole like uh, university and everything. So wow. my, my first hustle was basically uh, building websites. Yeah. That's cool. And Bern? Mine was like, uh, I had a job in summer for like an, on, in an open air bath. It was like in a buffet with the open air bath. And I was like frying burgers all day, all day, <laughs> like doing the dirty hard work, frying burgers all day, uh, serving my friends who were there to swim, something like this. And then, uh, you know, stuck up the, the, the beverages and uh, it was tough on the 16 hours. And it's like, uh, you only have free time when, when it's raining. So, uh, this, this was the, the first thing, like frying burgers all day. Yeah, <laughs> That's funny. So, so guys, I hear you talking about this new age of consulting. And I'd like to touch on that for the happy hustlers out there, because I think it's very relevant. There is a shift in the consulting world. It's not the traditional, you know, come into the corporation, give your, your best knowledge and then, you know, get paid and then leave, you know, like a traditional consulting. What do you mean by the new age consulting era? And how can the happy hustlers out there utilize some of this, you know, new age tactics and, and success secrets that you guys have been able to implement. Yeah. So let me, let me explain what we mean by the old age, which you just uh, went on and then Bert will explain the new age. So, so especially the old age was, especially me for a couple of years ago, I was like, I was consulting American Express and I was going to, to like a big corporations here in Germany, uh, big of the TV stations and stuff like that. And I couldn't imagine, you know, ever scaling that up. I was always caught in the, in the, you know, in the parallel of time versus money. You know, I was always, there was, giving them my time and they were giving me their money and there was no way of getting out of this. And I couldn't believe there was a way getting out of this. And then we found, well, you probably all know how, how you get stuck in that as well, because you can't scale up. Uh, you, at some point you don't have any more time. Mm -hmm. And most people then try to, you know, get more time by adding people who work for you, but then the quality changes. So, then we found the new age of consulting and that changed everything. And Bernd, uh, please, please tell the listeners what we mean by that. <laughs> All right. So I would say the new age of consulting is definitely, it's an online based business. So we got, we, we serve clients from all over the world. It doesn't matter if you're in Chicago or in Japan, whatever. Um, so everything is, is digital. Um, at least at some point, I mean, we try to, to meet our customers in person, but 
when we are already working with them and for just for fun meetings or whatever. Um, but uh, everything is digital. And uh, some people got some mindset problems on that because they're thinking, no, my kind of, kind of clients, they don't want to be digital. They hate this video conference and all kind of stuff. But I tell you, the better the people, the more they value such video conferences because it costs them less time. So the better the people, their their time is more valuable for them. And uh, so it, it never, ever, it was ever, ever an issue to work with some somebody on video conferences and you already also have like some some advantages on there right you can you know um, hop on with you know no pants on <laughs> or you can be on on holiday or whatever so uh like first of all it's an online-based business next up uh the new way of consulting is a absolutely digital way of of sales process there is no you know i sent you an inquiry or whatever there's no there's a setting and closing principles so you you gonna generate your leads and then you set them is this person or is this type of business um qualified to work with me and you got you're gonna qualify them in different ways so the first up is the, the the most important way can i help this person right do i have the right you know tools to help them and do i have the right tools like already ready or do i have to you know put something together which is always like time consuming so can I help this person? Does the person have the budget to work with me? Does the person person uh, you can start right now and uh, do this person has like a business partner, or whatever, uh, or is he, um, he he can he can you know say yes or no to work with us? And then if if this is if this is okay, then you are gonna get them to uh, to a strat strategy call where you really give a lot of value. You really, you know, map out the whole bird's view perspective on what we can do and what you would do. And then don't be afraid to give value there. So you're putting out all the value. And at the end of the call, you offer them, say, all right, you want to, you know, put this plan into action with us together. We show you the exact steps because this was more or less a bird's view perspective. And then uh, that's it. And the people say yes or no. You frame them, it's yes or no. And it's it's pretty easy. And you can make like, uh, I would say, high five-figure deals, even like six-figure deals via video calls. And this is only a mindset, uh, mindset problem of people that they think they can't do it. But it's totally wrong. It's, this works perfectly. And then um, I would say next thing is like, not selling your time, which Simon said already. So try to leverage, leverage your time. Then there are different ways. There are for sure like group programs or like um, courses with one-on-one -on -one integrations. And for sure, you can add this up with like digital assets, which is really, really nice. You, you never want to change one hour for what X amount of, of dollars. You always want to have like, uh, this is the transformation. This is the result we're giving you. And uh, we are... Uh, pricing this based on the value you're getting. Exactly. Because mm. the customer doesn't care about the time, he cares about the result. And Bernd always has such a great example for that. You don't pay the dentist to take longer. You want him to be finished in one minute. That would be the best. Yeah. Then you pay him the highest. They yeah. want to have the result. They don't want to have the time, you know? Yeah, that's so true. I mean, I love what you said, Bernd, about really focusing on leveraging your time most effectively. And I think even I, and, and I see a lot of coaches and consultants and people in the online space, they get caught up selling their time for money. And there's, that's no way to really create a scalable entity. And, and 
and not until you dial in that process. And that's something that I think you really articulated well, which is you have to have a clear sales process. Some people call it a funnel online where it, you know, really focuses on, okay, who is the customer? How can I attract them? You know, take them through this buying process where when they get to the end, they it's a simple yes or no. Do you want it or do you not? Yeah. It's, everything's clearly articulated. You know the value that you're getting. You know the value that you're providing. And there's a, a simple exchange of value. And that's all yeah. business really is, is exchange of value. And, and you need, you need like, pro, you, you got to be proactive and uh, you, you got to have some clarity, like, right, right. So in our strategy course, we, we ask people, we say, all right, we're going to map out the whole strategy for you. And if we think that we can really help you, leverage you, I'm going to make you a, an offer at the end of the call. Is this, a, is this all right for you? I want you to say yes or no then. So let's be clear on, on if it's a yes or no. And they say, all right, that's, that's cool for me. Go ahead. And uh, I think that's very, very important. And uh, a lot of people, they don't do it. And they, they always some in, in some kind of state, all right, I might, this, might, might get this deal or this is probably a potential client or this is, no, you got to have some really sharp clarity on what uh, are your numbers. And uh, I think it's a proactive test you got to do all the time. And you, you, you can say to your client, Hey, if it's no, it's no problem. That's, that's all right. Yeah, that's all right. But just be clear yeah. on that. Yeah, I, I love that. You have to just lay it all out on the line. I mean, that's one of the secrets to just sales success as well. It's like being very clear up front in your calls. Hey, if it's a fit, I'd love to make an offer where we can see if it's a, uh, an opportunity to work together. If I know I can help you, I know you know, we can help make your business into a massive success online. Here's the strategy. You know, I'd like to just yes or no answer so, so we can have that clarity. So those are great points there, Timon and Byrne. I really, I think the, the happy hustlers out there listening to this will get a ton of value just going through what we've previously covered about SEO, about new age, you know, consulting and, and a lot of those online digital marketing principles and some of those mistakes that potentially people can avoid. What I like to do is leave the listeners with some tangible happy hustle hacks, things in different disciplines, not just online marketing and your guys' expertise, but some other factors in your life. Um, I'd like to talk about health first, because I know you guys have both been focused on health and, and really optimizing. Let's let's talk about each one of you share first. Uh, let's go with Burn. A happy hustle hack that you use for your health, something that really does add value to your life, something that you do that you've seen great results from, and, and same with you, Timon, to follow. Yeah, sure. Um, and I mean, you're responsible for that, that I implemented it. <laughs> so I would say having having a, a pretty, pretty sharp morning routine is uh, the best thing you can do for your health. My routine looks like this. I do like a 30 minute of, you know, uh, relaxed cardio. I go out riding, riding the mountain bike or going on the rower or go for a little sweat, sweaty jog. And then I, I come back and having like a really cold shower. So this changed everything around for me having like this cold shower because it immediately puts me into like into a parasympathetic state. It really de-stresses me uh, totally. So the cold shower after that, then maybe a short meditation session, I still suck on meditation. I try, <laughs> I try to implement this for two years already. But um, I think one of the points which helped me most is was like, if it's only five minutes, five minutes are right as well. Just, you know, just proceed. Just, you know, this is the path. And then you 
sometimes you, you you suck sometimes you're a little better so having a little meditation and then uh, for sure some some supplements and um we have here a pretty cool company uh which is also our client more or less um they make uh, an individual supplement profile so they measure intracellularly so they're going into your cells oh and cool they put it on blood and then they research the blood which only i think like only seven laboratories in the, in the world can do yeah. and they put together a perfectly plan on what is missing with your supplements and then you have some some own mixture mixed for you together and then you you st stack up on all the micronutrients which are missing so i think this is very important as well and a good hack to really have clarity and uh, yeah. so many people from from like so many people taking something vitamin c here or this and this and they are following the instructions on, on the bottle but it's totally off honestly i for example take 12 12 l arginine tablets every day because i have such deficit on on this right and i say i think like having like an individual type of approach there and really have like the scientific numbers it's very important and this helps this really helps then uh, this is yeah really that, th those are great those are great happy hustle hacks for health what about you timon so so for me it's really interesting about the health stuff so i'm always looking for the method that gets me to lose more weight and get more fitter because i've always been the guy who's who's, who's not been fit you know i'm just i always yo-yo quite a lot so i buy a rower I'll buy a bike, I'll buy that machine, I'll buy that machine. So I'm always looking for the method. And that's what everybody else is doing in di digital marketing as well. They're always looking for Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, Pinterest. You know, they're always looking for the method, but they're not doing these simple steps. So the biggest game changer for me was actually accountability. You know, that somebody's watching me and telling me like, no, 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 you're going you're gonna to walk. You're not going to run now. You're going to walk first. And then you can run. And then mm -hmm. you've got to do the small, the small kettlebells. And then you're going to do the big kettlebells. And you know, watching me and I have the fear in my neck that he'll call me and say, like, I haven't done my tasks, you know, <laughs> that's been a huge uh, game changer for me. So accountability is my health hack. That's amazing. Let's talk about a happy hustle hack for money. I know you've both made millions, maybe lost, oh. you know, a great amount of money. Yeah, lost I millions. Think, <laughs> yeah, lost millions. <laughs> financial literacy is something I'd like to talk about for the happy hustlers. It's one of the 10 alignments, you know, yeah. that financial abundance. What is a happy hustle hack for money that you can share with the, yeah, the I, go, I go I go first and we even, even did a podcast episode on that because everybody is so like looking for some investment opportunities like uh, real estate here cryptocurrencies or whatever whatever but but I swear the best investment you can ever make is into yourself and into your business nothing will ever give you like more return than your own business and some people miss that because they they think they are earning some thousands of dollars and anything all right I got to put something in real estate, got to put something here. No, I mean, try to put it back in your business because this gives you the best return immediately. And if you made a lot of millions, then probably think about going into real estate or going this here and there. Sure. I, I don't say don't do anything at all, but mm -hmm. I would say the best return yeah, for your money is your own business and your own knowledge. That's why I love, really, I love to invest in knowledge. I love to invest in masterminds. I love to invest, to be around people who are, you know, where I want to go. And uh, I'm not afraid to lose money on that because so yep. many people are afraid to lose money. And they said, all right, I'm going to buy this thing right now or not. Uh, maybe I lose some money. I don't care if I lose money. Okay. That's, 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 that's part of the game. Right. But if it brings me a little bit more towards my goal, it, it was totally worth it. And I think that's, that's the best investment tip um, in my opinion. 
That's a great, I love that. That's great. I have to agree with Bernd on that one. It's, it's, that's, that's very solid. I mean, we've been looking at a lot of investment opportunities, but that's the one we always come back to. We say like, dude, let's put that money into the company and let's, let's scale it up. You know, the return is going to be higher. And there's one more thing I want to add though. It's like when you're thinking of buying all this stuff, you know, you're basically, you're always trying to get that dopamine hit and try to buy more experiences than, um, buying stuff because you can buy the stuff later on as well. But the experiences, some of them you cannot buy the experience you could do with 20 or you do with 30, you cannot buy when you're 50, right? Yeah. So, so think about that. Think about those buying experiences and, and, you know, going out there traveling before you have kids or going to that club when you're 25 or, or 30 and not going to that club when you're 50, you know, and having that experience and buying those experiences. That's maybe why I went to so many Jay-Z concerts, but still, <laughs> it's something, it's something that also is very like the happy hustling way, you know, enjoy the journey when you're working. Don't be the guy who, you know, saves away every dime. I mean, there's reasons for that too, but you know, go out there, buy an experience and it's, you, you can, you'll have that. Nobody can take that away from you. That's I love that. And what I think about is you guys, when you visited down in Florida, you, you rented the red Ferrari in Miami. And you, you guys were whipping all over South beach. I just had that great mentally. You too. That's, that's hilarious. And it is experiences over things guys. That's the happy hustler way is in, in investing in yourself. Great points there. Um, couple more questions and let's wrap this bad boy up. The, the one thing I like to touch on is entrepreneurship because let's face it, it's not easy a journey. Like if you're going to start an online business, it's going to take perseverance. What is a happy hustle hack that you can use or that the listeners can use about entrepreneurship and, and, and persevering through the inevitable adversity? Because I know you guys have and I know you have some knowledge on this fact. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we, we go first. Uh, I go first. I go first. So it's basically the shiny object syndrome is the worst. So mm. you'll always be the grass is always greener on the other side. So you'll be talking to your friends. You'll be talking to this other business owner, and he'll be like, first of all, let's let's get one thing out of the way. You ask another business owner how's it going, and he's like, everything's great. Yeah, come on, let's do some real talk. You know, it's, when you're an entrepreneur, you have a business, and everything's going great. I mean, how can everybody be great and then everybody's failing? It's, it's not true. <laughs> yeah. So, First of all, that, that's not the case. And then he tells you his story, how everything's working, how great it is. And you're seeing only how amazing it is. And you're seeing this shiny object and you want to do that. But it's the same for him. He's looking at your business when you're talking about it. And he's like, oh, this must be so amazing. So don't fall for the shiny object trap. Focus. And I'm telling you, if you look back 10 years ago to those few guys, you know, who stick to whatever thing they were doing, and you might have thought it was stupid what they were doing or small, they're now bigger if they've stick to it than you have ever done because you changed in 10 years, 10 times the topic you were focusing on. So that is like a productivity act. Just stick to it, you know, pick something. And I'm not going to be Gary Vaynerchuk and say, do whatever your passion. No, just stick to something that, that is, you know, makes sense and makes money and, and stick with it. And, it. and the fun will also come when you're making money, you know, and then just stick with it. It doesn't matter how small it is, will grow bigger. I mean, there's some industries, of course, that uh, don't make a matter. Yeah, and, and, and I would say people always like looking for the best, like, opportunity like they're always like ah oh, if i can this uh, it's giving me maybe more return or i can this it gives me more return or this and they don't get started they're just 10 years later they are still in the same point and jumping from one thing to to another thing but as timon said it's about getting started and then just stick with it and uh, it really does not matter. And we all have those friends, right? Carrie, I think you have those friends too, who started some kind of years ago. And you, th you said like, all right, 
this is whatever he's doing, but he's still there and he's probably very, very successful within mm -hmm. uh, the field which the person does. And I think there is, there's no something, there's, there's nothing like the, the perfect business. Uh, there's always like the focus you're putting in, putting in. And I would add something more, uh, some, some, some point more. I would say like, take the risk to surround yourself with people who are there already. So what Timon also said, like, Don't take the advice from your like colleague or from your, you know, you know, your friend or your business sparing partner, whatever. Just really invest something and put in some money to be around people who are like 10x greater than you or you know more advanced than you. Then there will you will find like the the mindset and the the shortcuts you probably need to do your next step. Then oh, and, I love um, that. Yeah. I think that's 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 the two the two things. Yeah, those are great points. Just following mentors who are where you want to be, you know, and and not getting caught up with the shiny object syndrome, like chasing, you know, two rabbits. You'll never catch either. You have to follow one, and and yeah. and really stay focused on but, the but, task. But also, also, also invest something into getting to those, to those mentors because we we hear this all the time. Like, surround yourself with people who are like more advanced or where you want to be, but. You know, you gotta you gotta do what it takes to to be a, around those persons. Um, for example, what I what I did once it was crazy some some years ago. I was like, I know I had a meeting. Uh, I could meet a really good person in in Berlin. So this is like a three hour flight from where I live, and uh, it was my it was my uncle's 60th birthday, and he invited the whole family to go to Croatia with him in uh, this beautiful hotel and all this kind of stuff. And uh, I basically had to wake up my whole family, so kids, wife, and everybody to get me to the airport uh, because they went back to Austria then to get me to the airport to fly to Berlin for just one dinner. <laughs> yeah. Totally crazy. Like all my family said, uh, you are totally crazy. This costs a lot of money, like uh, traveling there, traveling back, and then you're going to miss the, the half of the party or whatever, but it was totally worth it. It was yeah. totally so you got to do what you got to do to really surround yourself uh, with those people as well. And you got to invest, invest in these opportunities and take some risk uh, when they come. Yeah, it's so true. I think of well, one of my friends, um, he invited me to his mastermind this weekend. And this conversation with you guys is going to make me drive. I'm on my way from Florida to Montana to move to our new place. And it's all the way in Ohio. It's way out of the way, but I'm going now because of yes. this conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's a and great mastermind. And he, he said, I can have a seat on him for free. So, and he's a, a somewhere where, you know, further along than I am. So it's, it's these type of conversations that spark those type of decisions. So I appreciate you both. Let's get into the rapid fire round. And this is where I just ask quick questions and you just answer honestly. And then uh, we'll, we'll find out where we can learn more about you guys. And then we'll say goodbye. So yep. I want to go Timon, then burn. And we'll just go real quick. So are you ready? Ready. Favorite movie. Go. Uh, bad Boys. The Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, favorite food. Oh, that's a hard one. Oh, uh, so being, you know, being on the diet side, I have to say something like zucchini or something, but pizza, yeah, pizza, it's yeah, probably pizza. burgers. Yeah. <laughs> pizza and burgers. Love it. Favorite book, Simone. Oh, the, my favorite book. That is, uh, that is a hard question. It's probably going to be uh, breakthrough advertising. Mm. Uh, it's probably the miracle morning. I, I think that's a pretty good one. Nice. What is your spirit animal? Uh, oh, that's probably going to be a, a dog. 
Yeah, I, I should say lion. And and really, with my name, it's probably going to be a meerkat from the Lion King. So. Uh, Bird? I, I, w- I would go with lion. I have a big lion tattoo on my chest as well, so I stick with the lad. Whatever. <laughs> yes. Best business advice. Take the risk and stick with it. I love it. If you could have one superpower, what would it be? Oh, that's a good one. So I'd like to uh, be like in the movie Jumper and be able to, tr- you know, go everywhere instantly. I'd love that. I think, I, I think being invisible is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Nice. One word you wish to be synonymous with your name for the rest of your life. <laughs> uh, I would go with amazing. Um, <laughs> for, I like being in the spotlight. So uh, I, I would go with... Um, yeah, I would go with uh, amazing. Powerful. <laughs> no, I would go with, with a, I would go with amazing as well. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. Um, three things you're most grateful for in this world right now. That's there's so many things, and and being being grateful for stuff is, is always so hard. But um, I have to say, like being healthy is definitely something you know. And I hope I hope it lasts. You know, you never know; it could be over tomorrow. Then you know, just just being being born in this super privileged situation, you know, just with everything going on, just being in one of the, you know, first world countries is, I'm very, I, I don't think about it all day, but it's very good. And then, you know, being lucky with a, with a good family and being in the digital space, to be honestly, is being blessed looking at how the crisis developed. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would say family for sure. My two wonderful um, daughters, my wife, my family um, for sure. And then um, also like being in the position to really change something, like being in the position to really help other people involve and takes the next step. I think that's that's wonderful. And um, I think that's three already. Uh, yeah, that's three already. No? That's that's great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, where can people go to find out more about you? Uh, give us a call to action where you know the happy hustlers can learn. I know you have a free call for people yeah. out there listening if they have you know an interest in learning more about TI consulting, where can people go? So, uh, okay. Yeah. First off, first off, I mean, we, even though we're based in Germany and Austria, which is in Europe, um, we do have clients all over the world. So we have clients in Thailand, we have clients in Dubai and we have clients in, uh, in the U S. Um, so through the digital space that enables us to have clients everywhere. So if you want to work with us, Bernd, please go ahead and tell them where they can find us. Okay. You go to TIconsulting.io-en for the English version. And then you can book a free consulting call. And then, then we have an easy chat on what your problems are and if we might can help you or not. We also have a podcast, but it's only available in German. So if you want to learn German or you're German speaking already, it's called Raus aus dem Mittelmaß. It's, I mean, it's basically translated as like leave mediocrity. And um, yeah, that's uh, available on iTunes, Spotify, and uh, everywhere else. Love that. So TIconsulting.io-en. If you guys want to book a free call with TI Consulting, Timon and Burn, I definitely recommend if anything that they've said sparks your interest, take action, take a risk, and just hop on the phone and, and see if they can help you or not. Now, last question, guys. Before I ask it, I just want to acknowledge both of you for sharing your love, your light, your truth, your wisdom with the Happy Hustlers. This has been amazing. Now, final question. Let's go to Moan first and then Burn. What does happy hustling mean to you? Exactly. It means for me not striving to that one goal, you know, getting those 10 million, those 100 million as the end result, but living, you know, living 
during that time. You know, I don't want to don't want to be 18 hours in the office every day, Saturday, Sunday. I want to have time to do, you know, other stuff that I also love because I love my job. You know, I, I love being in this office. You know, I think it's amazing, but I also love doing some other stuff, you know, like doing some, I, I do I have hobbies. I don't think I have any hobbies. <laughs> you know, spending time with the family and, 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 you know, enjoying, you know, getting these experience in there and being able to, to live a full life. And I, I see people, you know, they only have this, this one end goal and they're chasing towards that. And that's mm-hmm. the only party. They, they might be faster there than I am. But I'm having fun on the way, you know? Yeah, there you go. Burn? I would say having fun on the way as well. I think that's the most important thing, like doing whatever I I love to do. And uh, we just made one sale. This is uh, digital marketing in in the new age, right? So while we're talking, we just made one sale. This is fun. (laughs) (laughs) I I really, I really like it. And um, um, for me, for me, it's always hard to look back because I'm I'm this type of guy who looks striving for the next thing. And uh, one of my mentors told me already, so just to turn around, uh, from time to time and see how far you've become already and then i would say to celebrate as well sometimes sometimes you gotta you gotta really celebrate celebrate life celebrate how far you come already how you know uh the position you have already whatever and uh, i think having fun on the on the on your journey is is really really important and this is what happy hustling means to me like yeah. Yeah. love it great answers both of you this has been a true pleasure you guys this energy's rocks thank you again for sharing your love and light with the happy hustlers out there thank you carrie thank, thank you for having us it was a pleasure and i hope to see you soon in montana we come yeah Saddle the horses. Saddle the horses. We we would look like um you know like, donkey, like donkeys on on the on the on the horses, but it's gonna be fun, I think. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Happy Hustle Podcast. I truly am so grateful that you took the time out of your busy day to spend time with me. Now, if you got any value from this episode or any episodes in the past, it would mean the world to me if you could please leave a five-star review and share this episode with your friends so we can continue to spread this message. Guys, as always, it's been a blast. Now go out there and happy hustle for your dream reality. Peace.